Good morning, everybody. Happy to have you along with us. Here's a doctor shortage we don't talk a lot about. According to the Ontario government, we only have 251 dermatologists for over 15 million people in the province. The Ministry of Health says the number of dermatologists increased by 5.5% between 2018 and 2021, from 238 to 251. That's above the average population growth, which was 3.6% over the same time period. So that's good. But still, the disparity is quite uh, quite the gulf there. There is a dermatologist office in Toronto where people start lining up at 5 a.m. every morning in hopes they'll be able to see a doctor. So to talk about this, we're joined by Sam Hanna, dermatologist and president of the Toronto Dermatological Society. I appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Past president. I'm no longer president. Oh, oh past president. Okay. Honor has passed. Thanks so, for having me. I appreciate you joining us. How busy are dermatologists these days? Uh, it's it, We've always been busy. There's always been a demand, and that shortage has always been uh, something that we felt. But certainly uh, over the last uh, few years, as we've worked our way through the pandemic, um, the demand for services has uh, has increased for uh, every, all of the dermatologists in my office and, and frankly, everyone I know, um, it's always historically been an issue as you get outside of uh, the city into smaller communities that are less, even less well served. Uh, but I've, I've never seen uh, my wait list uh, you know, be what it is now. I'm, I'm, I'm unable to, to see new patients until uh, January now. I was going to ask, how long is your wait list? It sounds like it's pretty yeah. long. And January, frankly, that's that's better than a lot. I think when we get out of the city, uh, it can be well over a year or, or, more, or more. How did it uh, get to this? As you say, you know, it's, it's not exactly new, but it seems like we're maybe uh, the the pandemic, like so many other things, kind of exacerbated things. Yeah, I think it's I think it's multifactorial. I think we've always been a small specialty. Um, you know, the government's numbers uh, about growth and numbers really don't reflect sort of the availability of uh, core medical dermatology, which is really the where, where the demand, I think, is, is the highest and increasing. Our population is aging in, in general. The dermatology population is also aging. Our, our docs are also aging. Uh, that's part of it. Um, as, you know, the, the way things are set up uh, or supposed to be set up in uh, healthcare in Ontario, we do rely on our, our uh, family doctor colleagues to be our triage people and, and, and screen patients and see them for sort of simple things that they can they can manage just the way, you know, they don't send you to a cardiologist right away to do your blood pressure or follow your, your heart rate and things like that. Through the pandemic, as a lot of our colleagues uh, and all of us ended up uh, going fully or partially uh, virtual, a lot of the family docs, because they were burned out before the pandemic, and that just sort of... Uh, uh, was the final straw for a lot of them, have remained virtual. And what has happened is, um, at least in part, uh, they're passing on those things that they would have been able to assess and, and advise patients on and just simply sending them on to specialist dermatologists. It's like turning the pyramid on its point and expecting it to balance. We have 15 million Ontarians, about 15 or 16,000 family docs, and like you said, only 250 dermatologists, and it's just it's not a, a tenable solution. The other piece uh, is, you know, money's tight everywhere. I think government, we, we always look to government to not just spend more money on first on, on frontline health care, but spend it smarter. You know, over the last several decades, we've seen a really significant growth in 
healthcare bureaucracy spending. But really, uh, if you look at inflation-adjusted dollars, a retreat in what's being invested um, in, uh, in, in frontline healthcare. If we look at addressing this, is it, is it something more than just trying to attract more people to the specialty, or, or what, what do we need to do? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. I mean, I think obviously we can talk about problems. What are the solutions? The, sure. I think dermatology, from a, from a, if you're a medical student, um, is, has always been uh, quite appealing to a lot of people. It's a competitive specialty. It's competitive because of the numbers that we train uh, you know, nationally are quite low. You know, we train eight new dermatologists a year, and, and they don't all end up in, in uh, medical dermatology. We have surgical uh, people, people who have interest in surgery and people who have interest in other things. Um, so it's easy to say let's expand spots. So that, number one, means funding. Then we have to look at who's going to teach them, what's the context of that. You know, we're already seeing that academic centers struggle to do that. There's, there's not a lot of people. And so why is that? Well, we also need to incentivize and modernize uh, funding at, at that level uh, so that it's more attractive for people, so that uh, community dermatology will, will uh, embrace those new learners and bring them along. And um, that's going to require a partnership from, from at lots of levels, from government, uh, from the medical community at large. I think dermatology, to be honest, is sort of the canary in the mine shaft. This is, to me, I've watched this pandemic uh, point out to me that we were uh, running a healthcare system nationally that relied on nothing bad happening, and then something really bad happened globally with the pandemic. And so uh, I think this is a conversation we're going to increasingly have. You certainly could talk to my family, doctor colleagues, uh, about burnout and numbers. So we have to support at all levels uh, in terms of reducing administrative burden, funding for education, funding for first uh, frontline health care. Uh, it's not going to be easy, but and it's not nice when a crisis forces you to act, but we're at that point and we need to see action from all fronts. Do you see, uh, you know, governments appreciating sort of what's at play here? Because when, when we talk about doctor and nurse shortages, we never really talk about some of the, the specialties in dermatology being one yeah. of them. Yeah, I mean, I think I I am uh, simultaneously uh, critical and appreciative of the difficult position that government is in, right? We have a closed system. We, well, I'm, I'm proud of our uh, Canadian healthcare system and, and that we uh, provide uh care uh, at the level we're able. But I, I also think that, that as a small specialty, it's difficult. I've, I've engaged with government uh, over the years as part of multiple committees. And, um, you know, there is a sense that to me that this is a small group and so they don't have a lot of weight and it's hard to make things happen. Um, so having conversations like this in a public forum, um, it's not complaining, it's just reporting on, on a situation. So I hope that government has more appetite to really look Critically, again, not just at throwing more money. I understand that you know, you know, for everybody, the pandemic has, has created a situation. But how can we do that smarter? How can we direct this um, to to really end up providing more care for Ontarians? Um, I hope so, and, and, and I continue to. Uh, we all continue to be willing to engage with government um, around these issues because we have to. Just finally, for anyone who does need to see a dermatologist, maybe they're on a wait list, is there anything that, that people can do so that they can make the most out of that appointment when they do get there? Sure. I mean, I think the, um, the, the, the messages are if you uh, have an issue that your primary physician is worried about from a you know, seriousness, malignancy perspective, uh, it's worth in that scenario 
uh, for your family doc to, to reach out. I think the other thing, though, to, to, is we, we ask for uh, patience and um, uh, Canadian politeness. If you have an issue that's annoying, I want to see you as soon as possible. I don't want you to be annoyed. But at the same time, recognize that if I've got a waiting list until January or longer, there are people with skin cancers and, and significant issues in that list. And we want to try and figure out how you know to keep the, the pipes clear so we can get those folks taken care of because uh, time matters. So uh, a little bit of kindness and patience um, and then just some com communication with uh, among your, your healthcare team is very helpful in helping us triage. Appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. That's Dr. Sam Hanna, dermatologist and past president of the Toronto Dermat Dermatological Society.